It's not just about random appearances. It's how do you use it as part of your marketing channel? And I think today there's this idea that you've got to break through the noise. And let's Mm. be honest, most of us are just adding to the noise, right? We're not getting heard. (laughs) We're yelling louder. The idea of podcast interview marketing is how do you get in on the conversation that people are already listening to? Welcome to You Are Buzzworthy. Do you listen to podcasts? If you don't, you might be missing out on what 110 million people in the U.S. does every day. That's right. A third of America listens to podcasts daily. And 42% of Americans above the age of 12 listen to at least one podcast every single month. So why does this matter to you? Well, because podcasts can be your marketing's best friend. And to help me show you how, I am bringing on an old friend of mine, Tom Schwab from Interview Valet. Tom is a thought leader in the podcast marketing industry, working with over 700 leading brands as the chief evangelist officer at Interview Valet. So let's dive in and see how podcast interview marketing can help your business. Let's join the conversation. Welcome to the show. How are you today, Tom? Buzz, I'm thrilled to be here. That is great. I, th- I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you are probably in between some podcast uh, summit or convention. Um, I know that a friend of mine, Alex uh, Sanfilippo, just came back from a bit, a lo- like a week long, or maybe it is this week they're doing it, some podcast convention. Um, yep. There is one of there. So are, did you just get back from that? I did not. This was the first year in what, eight years that I missed that. And it was purely because of a family issue, but uh, yeah, podcast movement is a great, uh, great show there. There you go. I, I might have to go next year. I've got a few people who are like, buzz, you gotta go. You gotta go. It's like, well, I don't know. I've only had my own podcast for about a year. I feel I've still have that imposter syndrome, even though we're a top 1% podcast. Uh, in the United States for business podcasts, was I was really I was really excited about that, and uh, top three percent in the world. So um, I still feel though I'm a newbie, and I still listen to guys like you and us and Alex, uh, who is the founder of Podmatch. You, the founder and the chief evangelist officer um, of Interview Valet. So today I want to dive into uh, interview, uh, podcast interview marketing as you, as you term it. And I like that. I think I'm gonna use that because it's a lot easier to say than podcast guesting marketing or guest podcast marketing. So I think you've, you've definitely coined the phrase well there. Let's talk about first, let's dive into what is, or, or why let's go. Why, why would somebody consider using their time to interview on other people's podcast as part of their overall marketing strategy in these, in this day and time. Well, and you're so right. It's not just about random appearances is how do you use it as part of your marketing channel? And I think today there's this idea that you've got to break through the noise and let's mm. be honest, most of us are just adding to the noise, right? We're not getting heard. <laughs> we're yelling louder. The idea of podcast interview marketing is how do you get in on the conversation that people are already listening to, Mm. right? How do you get their undivided attention? And, you know, 
years and years ago, that might've been going to live meetings or speaking at the Rotary Club, whatever it was, tapping into other people's established audiences. Mm -hmm. And really that's what we're doing on podcast interview marketing, right? It's not just podcast guesting where you're trying to get on just random shows for random exposure. It is a marketing channel. And today more than ever, it gives you the quantity that you need but it also gives you the quality because after somebody listens to you for, you know, 20, 30 minutes, they either turn you up or turn you off. Either one is fine. Uh, mm -hmm. We don't, we're not optimizing for more leads. We're optimizing for more ideal customers. And that's really what podcast interview marketing gives you. I love it. Yeah. I, you know, I got into it a couple of years ago uh, when I was launching my book, my first book, the rule of 26, right? And I had no idea how much work it took to hawk a book. It is ridiculous, right? <laughs> and so somebody had said, well, have you tried being guests on podcasts? I was like, whose podcast am I going to get on? And so in full disclosure, for everybody's listening, I use Tom's uh, company to get, get started on that. And I learned a lot through the process because he doesn't just get you on the shows you need to be on. He helps you, his team, him and his team, actually. I, I actually interviewed with you before I, I talked to the rest of your team on your podcast, you know, just as a, a warm-up, like, let's see what this guy's got. Let's see what we we need to work with. Um, so I hope you can see the, a difference from the first time we talked and, and now that the tables are swapped here, <laughs> what's going on today. But, you know, I, I, you know, I took those opportunities. One, I think it, it made me better at speaking in public because the talking points get drilled into you because you end up saying the same thing over and over and over again. Um, and you get better at it. And I've had people over the, over the year, last two years, like, man, that last time you did your origin story is the best way you've ever said it. Cause you keep fine tuning and fine tuning. And I remember the first time it took me like five minutes to do the history of buzz. Now, if somebody asks me like, where did it all begin? It never gets over two minutes. Because I've been around a long time and all of it matters, right? It's not just like, well, I started riding horses as a child or anything like that. And I was like, no, my, my career's 30 years long and everything built on the, the next thing. So, but I've done it in 30 seconds. And being able to do all of that has been really good for me. But I think that the biggest thing, and I want, and this brings me to my next question for you is that, you know, I didn't realize what it meant to actually utilize the time for marketing, right? How many times have you run into, Eve, I'm pro probably some of your clients where they come back to you after 10 uh, interviews and they go, I don't think I got any value of being guests on there. Why do you think people, what is the biggest thing I should say? What is the biggest thing that uh, get podcast guests and don't do with that time? Yeah. And most of the time it's people that come to us and say, podcast guesting doesn't work, right? I've been on all of these shows and I got no results from it. Mm. And I'm like, well, then try podcast interview marketing because there is a difference. One is just a conversation, a tactic. The other one's a strategy. And mm -hmm. so, as you mentioned, who are you? Why are you there? Make sure that you've got a reason. Are, are they just nice people? Are they nice potential customers? When you go there, have a reason. What are you talking about? Don't do Groundhog's Day or just a, mm -hmm. uh, just a nice conversation. What's mm -hmm. the point? And then how do you help people after that, right? And so mm -hmm. many times 
people don't even make a call to action at the end. And, you know, my background's inbound marketing, and we've tested this. HubSpot was a client for years and years um, before they started their own podcast network. And, you know, we tested it, and it always works best. Give people three ways to say yes. Give them a small yes, a medium yes, and a heck yes, right? Oh, there you go. Meet them where they are. Um Send them to a, a dedicated welcome page, right? So you can actually attribute the traffic, mm-hmm. right? And there's so many people are like, um, oh, I never did that. And it's like, well, that's why it's not working. It's like baking a cake. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to put all of the ingredients in, but if you leave a couple out, I don't guarantee you the results. And so mm-hmm. really it's, a, it's more of a strategy and a system. So the the big thing is, is before you get on a podcast interview, who are you? Why are they you there? Mm-hmm. What do you bring for the audience? What are you trying to get out of it? And then what's the next step? Right? Don't send them to your LinkedIn and your Facebook and your Twitter and all the rest of that. It just confuses them. Give mm-hmm. them one place to go because this is evergreen traffic needs to go to an evergreen site. It does, you know, and it's funny because like I've got a a, a live event coming up in uh, April of 2024 and I'm getting back on some interviews, right? To start pushing this thing. It's seven months away um, as of this recording here. And those, some of those shows will, will, will air in the next month. Some of those won't show until December of this year, but regardless the link that I take them to will always have something for them to grab. So if, even if they get come and check it out after that event, and hopefully we'll just have more events after that. So they'll just be looking at the next event after that. And that makes it evergreen, or maybe it's a webinar that they can get into. Maybe it's a replay of the live event that you were pushing. All of these things, like, like Tom was saying, um, is that we, we want to give them value regardless of whether you have a timely call to action. That's great. Uh, after that time is up, I have folks that listen to some of our first podcasts still today. That was a year ago, right? We've, we've been on the air. Well, we, we launched uh, Labor Day last year and the time of this recording is right before Labor Day. So we're almost a year old, right? We have dozens upon dozens of episodes you know already out there people still to this day listen to the first 10 15 and probably a smattering of between the uh, the last episode and the first 10 episodes right and so your whole point about being evergreen is huge huge but i want to go back to what you said you said give them a, a an easy yes a firm yes a healthy yes and a heck yes or I'll even say, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My audience can handle it. <laughs> the, uh, so how do you frame that without being pitchy? Yeah, I think it's really giving people what the next steps are, right? Mm-hmm. And just say, hey, if you want more information, right? If If this resonated with you, I've got three ways to help you, right? Just go back to, right? send them to a page, right? And mm-hmm. here, I'll, I'll make a page up here. It'll be live in an hour or so, right? So right. it'll be interviewvalet.com because you always want to send them to your website so you get mm-hmm. the SEO value so that you can control it. Sure. Then forward slash something that's memorable to them, right? right? Buzz, mm-hmm. 
B-U-Z-Z, right? Nobody's going to mess up the spelling on that. And, you know, on there, um, give them a small yes, right? There's, um, There's a checklist. Will podcast interview marketing work for you? Doesn't take them a lot of time or a lot of money, right? The medium yes is something that's going to take them a little bit more time or a little bit more money, right? For our clients, their time is more valuable than their money, right? I've got a book that I wrote, so I always give that away. Right. I'll say, here's a, here's a free copy of the book. Right. And then the heck yes is, you know, if this resonated with you and, you know, you'd like to talk about this, I'll put my calendar schedule in link so we can talk there. So you told them where to go. Mm-hmm. You told them what three things they would find there mm-hmm. and then remind them again of where to go, right? Mm-hmm. Tell them the address again. And it's right. always worked the best, right? Because if somebody just wants to learn more, let them go to that page put the navigation there. Let them look all around your site. That's Mm -hmm. fine. But if you are answered a prayer, right? If somebody hears you and they're like, I want to hire buzz, right? Mm -hmm. Don't slow them down in the funnel, right? Mm -hmm. Whales don't click and big fish don't swim through funnels, right? Meet them where they are. Love it. I love it. I, who else was saying that just recently? Or was that you in a, maybe it was you in a post on LinkedIn or something. Some, somebody was just talking about that whales don't swim through funnels. Mm-hmm. And when, for people who don't know what a funnel is, a funnel is just a process in which we grab somebody who is interest, slightly interested in something and bringing them through a series of steps online to making a buying decision. Right. And I say the same thing with webinars. Whales don't go to webinars, right? (laughs) But um, it's funny because they'll sign up for webinars just so that, because they know that you're going to have a drip campaign after that. And they know that you're going to have an opportunity for them to work directly with you without going to that webinar. Did you know that? I never thought about it through, but it sort of makes sense, right? If they last that long. One of the things I find is, Whales and big fish got there because they're decision makers. They want to make decisions. They don't want to be nurtured for six Mm -hmm. months. And I think there's a a paradox or maybe a lie in marketing today that everything that works for the $49 product also works for the, I hate the term, the big ticket, right? The high ticket. The high (laughs) ticket offer, right? It's like, no, it's a totally different sale. One is transactional. Yeah. The other one is relational, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. If you're, if you're trying a high level coach, consultant brand, right? If it's Mm -hmm. a relationship sale, it's a totally different sale, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to take conversations. And if you try putting them in a funnel, they'll push right back or yeah. they won't, won't even try it. So no. um, it's like, you got to look and say, am I doing a transactional sale or re- relational sale? And mm-hmm. so if we get people that come to us and say, they're just trying to do a transaction, I'm like, podcast interview marketing is not for you, right? right? That's not, it won't work. Better to send your dollars and, you know, pepper them with, uh, with <laughs> Facebook ads. Or SEO or anything like that. Yeah. Right. Pay-per-click, yeah. whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. If you have transactional, just go to buzzworthy.biz and we'll help you out. They, uh, <laughs> and now back <laughs> to our show. <laughs> so the, the, I think you bring up a lot of good points. I mean, in, in, not to, to belabor webinars because we're talking about podcasts here, but I think that that's why you're starting to see more of the like, don't have time for a webinar. You know, get, make, take action now, right? And that's for those action takers right? 
don't need to hear about it, want to be about it. Let's let's go. Right. And you always have that. And um, another one of my friends, um, Ryan Dice, he mm-hmm. um he was just talking about this at TNC earlier this year in that the funnel, what we used to call the funnel there, where you you gradually built the value. It's the other way around now. It's like if you get them interested, go to the apex of what you have to offer and then work your way down, right? Because you do have that 5% of your market that is ready right now for whatever you have to offer. They are in that pain point. They're ready to make a decision. And if you're the right person at the right time, boom, done, right? Right right message, right, uh, right solution, right? To, at the right time. Those are your three things you have to do. And that's why interviewing always, I found that when I'm not interviewing as much as a guest, um, cause I took a little break cause I was so involved in the three podcasts that we have, um, that actually my inbound did kind of lighten up. And I was, that was very interesting to me because I didn't think any of it was really in the long run doing anything more than just hawking the book. But now I'm doubling down on interviews. I'm saying, well, shoot, not just because I have an, a live event coming up in seven months, I'm going to have webinars for people who don't have the budget to work with us and get them into a long-term funnel tour when they are ready. You know, I've had people follow me for a half a decade before engaging me. Well, if I stop doing that today, there's going to be a year, five years from now, and nobody's going to be <laughs> reaching out because I stopped giving them that space to get on that train, right? And- there's that myth of perfect attribution, right? right? right. That, uh, you know, the digital platforms, Facebook, Google, they tell us every day, real time, what it is. And then people will say, well, um, you know, I don't know that podcast interviews or podcasts, you know, how do you attribute that? And it's like, well, if that's the case, don't go to meetings, don't speak at meetings, uh, because that's not perfect attribution, but you know, that exposure brings opportunity. And I love how Rand Fishkin uh, said it. Uh, Rand is, you know, from SEO Moz. He said, the best way to sell something today is not to sell anything, but Mm -hmm. to earn the respect, awareness, and trust Mm -hmm. of those are ready to buy. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to talk you into, you need another marketing channel, right? Right. That it's not working for you, that the world is changing, right? That doing your own podcast is too hard. No, if you hear it and it resonates with you, then you bring that in. So it's it's like you put the bait out there. You don't have to force them to Mm -hmm. eat it, right? They're Mm -hmm. they're adults. They're big people, right? Mm -hmm. They can make the decision. So just put that out there so they can say the heck yes or no. Right. I I like that. And in just because you're offering something for even free, you know, and a free is a trigger, uh, a tripwire, if you will, um, into a funnel. And, and so you know that those people who are looking for the free are not necessarily your high ticket prospects right away, but you're always going to give them the opportunity because you never know because they might be looking at the free thing going, well, what does he give away for free and looking at the value of free. And I think that something that Ram, I just listened to his book, um, what is it? Founders, Lost and Founders. Lost, Lost and Founder. I love that book. Um, if you haven't read there or li- at least listened to that book, go ahead and listen to that book. It's a really good wake up call for the folks who think they're going to get into business and like they're going to exit $10 million. Like the guy actually talks about how he's probably walked away from $25 million he'll never see. Right. So, with that said, though, the people who are going, the people who are technically whales, like you are looking to get to into your high ticket item they might be downloading your free stuff to see what value you bring for free. 
Because if they don't see any value there, they might not think you're going to be able to give them any value when they're paying for it. And that right there, a lot of people go, well, that doesn't make any sense. I'm not getting paid for this one. Yeah, you are. It's called paying it forward. For the people who cannot afford your high ticket item and really need your help, guess what? You owe it to them to let them do it, to, to let them do it themselves. Give them the tools. That's what rule of 26 is for me. I gave everybody all the tools. I didn't hold anything back and I didn't, and I didn't drown in a bunch of anecdotes. Okay. Anecdotes. And, um, and then I turned around and I said, but anybody who reads that book, it's, it's worth their, their weight in salt, won't be doing it themselves. And they're going to reach out to me going, yep, Buzz, I like how you, how you think. Boom, boom, done, done. I just had a dentist of a $6 million practice found me in a directory uh, in digital marketing and saw me on a podcast I did with Mark, the CEO of uh, digital marketing, found me in the directory, read the book, and then booked an appointment, right? So he technically went through a funnel, but it's not an engineered funnel. He went through his research funnel and we all have those. So give people that, that space to be able to do that however they're gonna do it. And those people that will never pay you anything, mm -hmm. right? They're also your sales force out there because they're telling other people about it and mm -hmm. they know them, right? I can mm -hmm. remember talking to a client one time and they, they said, can you target with podcast interview marketing fortune 500 companies or CEOs? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, you can, but there's not a podcast called the fortune 500 CEO podcast with 500 downloads a week, right? <laughs> Those right. people aren't listening to podcasts, right. but they listen to people that listen to podcasts. Right. So if all of a sudden one of their assistants, one of their friends, one of their direct reports listens to a podcast and says, Hey, Buzz, I was listening to this. I thought of you listen in at minute 13. There's the good part. Their chances of listening to that are incredibly high. Hmm. We had another one that was focusing on um, expecting parents, right? There's a window of opportunity there. What? Probably <laughs> eight months, right? Ish, and then ish, everybody's yeah. are like, oh, I wish I would have known that. But everybody knows somebody that's mm -hmm. expecting. So that mm -hmm. was one of those great calls to action. Hey, if you know someone that's mm -hmm. expecting, right? Share this with them. Boom. Now you've just leveraged this free audience into being your unpaid sales force. I love it. So as we we're winding down here, I actually want to give you an opportunity to exercise. This is, the, this is your mic. I'm, I'm actually going to say this out loud. This is Tom's mic drop moment. He's going to show you the, yeah, the, the easy yes, the strong yes, and the hell yeah of how to wrap up an interview uh, on a podcast. So if people want to know more about what you and, interv and interview valet do, excuse me, um, how, how do they get more information? Well, Buzz, thank you. This has been a great conversation, uh, but we can get more information from this, right? If it made sense and you want to learn more, go to interviewvaletwithav.com forward slash buzz. And everything we talked about will be there. There's a there's an assessment, right? 10 questions. Will podcast interview marketing for you, work for you? You can find out. You know, uh, Mention the book. You can buy it on Amazon, uh, but you can also get a free copy uh, right back there. Podcast Guest Profits, How to Grow Your Business with a Targeted Interview Strategy. And then, you know, if you're listening to this and going, I could use that. I, I really need that, right? Podcast Interview Marketing, 
might be what my business needs. Well, just go back to interviewvalet.com forward slash buzz. I'll put my calendar there. All that information will be there. And, you know, just I'd encourage you. The, the world needs you now more than ever, right? You could help a lot of people, but if they don't know about you, you can't help them. So if we can be any help to you, just come back to interviewvalet.com forward slash buzz. I love it. Thank you so much. And for all of you listening today, I do encourage you to go out there and go to interviewvalet.com slash forward slash buzz and at least just check out the assessment because if you you don't know what you don't know, right? And you know, if it sounds like a lot of work, it's not. It's one of the easiest things in marketing you can do because you literally just show up and be yourself. Yes, there's a little bit of prep, but once you've done it a couple of times, it becomes second nature. So I do, very few times you'll hear me uh, on the show actually sit there and tell people where to go. I've used this for my own business. I used it to help me sell my, uh, my best-selling book. I, I continue to use it to get the word out there about uh, how to do better marketing. So please, if, if even if it's just to figure out whether or not it's for you or not, go to interviewvalet.com forward slash buzz. And until next time, stay buzzworthy.